All is fair in love war and challenges. I have, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 And What's really good? I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. This is The Hit List. What's really good, guys? How you doing, Tyler? Dude, I'm doing great. What a way to end an episode. Yo, facts, facts. I mean, it was crazy. I'm shocked. I'm thoroughly surprised. Tori didn't know she had it in her. Didn't know she had it in her. That was dope. That was dope. The Tory train came straight to town and ran right through Jenny. Truck sticker. Yeah. Truck sticker. <laughs> didn't see it coming. I was like, all right, Tori got one. Okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool. But she won both, and she won it in such amazing fashion. It, it was definitely great, it was definitely great. So, without further ado, I say we get right into the power rankings. But before we do, how are we gonna break down the tier system this week? And so for those that don't know, these are the unofficial, official power rankings of MTV's <laughs> The Challenge. I guess um, it has been a while. What's it been, three, four weeks? Three, four weeks, yeah. I mean, this is unbiased content right here. Uh, I'm gonna tell you guys, why my power rankings are the best and Malik's going to completely just destroy them. <laughs> and so Absolutely. that's the plan here. So this week's tier break uh, keeps getting smaller, but we're going to go top six, next five, bottom five. So one through six, and then we're going to sit there and we're going to go seven through 11 and then 12 through 16. And that's how we're going to tier today. So let's start in that basement. Now, I know at the bottom, I know there's going to be 16 contestants, but let's start at number 17. Let's talk about Jenny, the one who's not here. I mean, more, even more so that I'm impressed with Tori, I'm just kind of disappointed in seeing Jenny taken out so dominantly. I would have never expected that with her sheer size and her presence for her just to get her, get her whole shit rocked in the manner that it did. Got to be surprising and disappointing. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right here. Uh, Jenny is somebody that when you look at her, we've been talking about all season. We talked about in you know, the preseason that she's our contender to be a dark horse to go far because she's so physically imposing. And yet, it was just, in my eyes, this was rookie meets vet. This mm. was, I am, I am fighting for everything and I'm a little too confident. And I think this is a reality check for Jenny. I think Jenny came into this show thinking that she's gonna be able to beast any girl because she's a physically imposing you know, competitor. And reality check, AKA train Tori. Oh, man. And the thing about it is, it wasn't even close. And even worse. All right, so the first one, I you give Tori. She wasn't expecting it. You know, she got a shit rock. Happens to the best of them. You're going to get back and get back into it. But the second one, she got rocked even harder. And then Tori literally dragged her all across the hall, bro. I mean, talk about an embarrassing way to go out. Tori was vastly underrated and underlooked going into this elimination. I think. Team USA thought they were putting in Jenny to take out Tori. That's the way I thought about it, because especially with the, how everything was breaking down with D and how that was going, I was like, this is so dumb. Why are you guys trying to get rid of D? Give get rid of Jenny. So Jenny gets Tori the same way. If you was going to take out uh, Jordan, you would want Theo to go in to do it because he's great at eliminations. Granted, Jenny's only been in one, but she won that one pretty dominantly. And, and Tori got some size on her. So if you're going to put somebody to go, to go in against her, you think it would be Jenny. And God. Wasn't we just all wrong? All wrong. 100% wrong. That's good, though. That's a good thing that 
that's the best thing about this show, The Challenge. This is why people love it so much, is the how unexpected things can happen, you know? In the blink of an eye, some of you thought it's going to coast to the final. It's just gone. And this season has been giving us surprise after surprise in these eliminations. This is maybe one of the best seasons for eliminations ever. I definitely agree. Let's go ahead and get into this basement. So, at number 16, we have Ashley. At number 15, Kaylee. 14, Ninja. 13, D. And at 12, we have Josh. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just needs to do a lot more uh, all the way around. Ashley, Kaylee, and Ninja is going to round out your bottom. And I noticed that your bottom four, actually, your bottom five is all females. Oh, man. I knew that was, was going to happen. I was waiting for it. Uh, okay, this is just pure coincidence, actually. Because I'm sure. You know, when you, when you look at it, Kaylee and D, you know, they completed the daily challenge and D got lots of screen time. Loads. The reason why they, the reason why they don't break through, I mean, and they all moved up. Ashley was the only one that moved down, her and Josh. But I mean, Kaylee, Ninja, D, they all moved up. D moved up four spots. But D is obviously a target of her own team. D just lost her number one in Rogan. So that right there is going to shake her up. I think if she would have went into elimination, she would have lost. Not just because of how good Tori is, just because she was so mentally gone and checked out, it seemed. And now, going into next week, she's going to have this thought. And that's why she doesn't break through. I disagree with you 100%. I don't think D is breaking down. I think D is motivated. I think she's pissed. I think this was the kick in the ass that D probably needed. I think she, I think she could be very, very dangerous. She has a very, very strong very very strong friendship with ninja which may not weigh that much but judging by her just reaction to how everything played out i think everybody's thinking twice about putting her back in i mean they obviously thought against it because they didn't send her in so they shouldn't have d didn't deserve that shit she she didn't strategically no they shouldn't have it didn't benefit team usa to get d out or kaylee it does not benefit them but right now i mean where's she at alliance wise is she still going to roll with Rogan and Joss and CT and Kaylee? Might as well. What are you going to do? you going to flip? Well, she, ha she has to roll with them. If she flips, it's just Jordan and Tori. And this is why people hate Kara's cult right now. This is exactly why. It doesn't leave people with a lot of options. You got to be on one side or the other. There's, there's no playing the middle at this point in the game. So out of everybody in the bottom, who do you feel like has the best chance of breaking out, getting back into the mid-tier or even making it to the top tier? I mean, it has to be Ashley. Because Ashley was once, once upon a time, ranked number one on this list and has been in the top three, has, has been in the top five a couple of times. Ashley has the, the characteristics to be a top 10 competitor, to be a top five power ranker. She essentially just has to get more screen time, more, you know, she didn't get anything. She had, what did I count? I had two interviews for her tonight. And then she had like two off camera, like off drama performances. That's it. She really didn't do anything. So unfortunately for her, the edit helped put her down because she's a bigger character than what they showed this week. All right, let's go ahead and move into this mid tier. So at number 11, we have Paulie. At number nine, at number 10, we have Joss. At number nine, we have Nani, just a uh, small graphical error. At number eight, we have Zach. And at number seven, we have CT. So who do you like the most in that mid tier? Gameplay wise, it's gotta be CT. I mean, CT in front of 16 other people threw a challenge 
Blatantly. Completely. Blatantly. Then he went around and said, I'll deliver the news and went straight to D's face and said, we're probably going to throw you in on our own team. <laughs> he doesn't, this is how much power he has right now that he doesn't care what he does. This isn't like Newton's law where every reaction has a reaction because it's just CT does whatever CT does and nothing else happens. Maybe at this point, he's just kind of fed up. And he also knows not a lot of people is going to go against him directly. I mean, outside of Jordan, outside of Tory, sure, but they don't have the power to really pull anything off at this point. No, not at all. They, they, they don't. And think about it. I don't think, I don't think Rogan or Joss, like you're saying, go head to head with him. I don't think they're going to want to go into an elimination with him. I mean, what if you run into a hall brawl? I know CT is a little bit bigger than he used to be, but he's still strong. We've seen him yes. dominate people. I mean, the only reason he lost that elimination uh, last season was due to, oh my gosh, JT, JT just being in the way and pretty much helping Kyle eliminate CT, in my opinion. In my opinion, I don't think JT's his name. I think it might be JP. JP. It's JP. <laughs> you're right. Wrong. It's whatever. Nope, nope, you're right. That's how forgettable never... the guy he is. <laughs> exactly. We're never going to see him again. Uh, let's talk about your number 10 spot, Nani. Very interesting spot. She's... Uh... Number nine. Number nine. Thank you. Even worse. Why is she so high? I mean, Nani, I mean, all she did was uh, get wine drunk, talk some shit, and burned a vote for no reason. And she was given safety, gifted it by Queen Cam as a gift. And she just throws it all away. I mean, here's the thing. She had a tremendous amount of exposure on this episode, was involved in tons of drama, got in Cam's face and was not afraid. I mean, she's not sitting here telling Leroy, follow me, be with me, be with me, follow me, follow me. Cam is doing that. Nani's not doing that. She's letting Leroy do what Leroy wants to do, but she's not backing down from Cam. And this is why she never wins. I mean, how smart is that? How does this improve her gameplay? She's loyal to a fault. That's the problem. She sticks with an alliance and doesn't adapt and move forward to better herself. And it's not good gameplay. It's not. But it's consistent with who she is and what she does. Another thing that's pretty big here that most people probably don't look at is like her vote might have been a burn vote in the end, but Realistically, what if Leroy dislikes how Cam was treating Nani more than he dislikes how Nani was treating Cam? And he decides to go, you know what? I'm going to throw in Kaylee, Cam. That, that, what if? That would never happen. And I'm going to tell you why. One of them's fucking up. Simple as that. You're not wrong, but you're, you're not wrong. But back on Rivals 2, somebody burned a vote on Leroy because they thought nobody else would vote for him. And a burned vote resulted in somebody else. Not only then, but let's go back to, uh, let's go back to, was it Dirty 30? And it was Brittany through a burn vote, and then Leroy went in. So, I mean, a burn vote can turn into a, a pretty much a distinctive decision if another person follows suit. I think in that position, Nani played it the best she could. Say Kaylee's name, hope for the best. Kaylee's not really going to come at her. She, she already knows she's on the shit list and pretty much just around because they, you know, going to have to need somebody to throw in at some point. But what does Nani got to do to really just break free? And it doesn't, she doesn't have the numbers. She, she's not a beast in eliminations like that. She doesn't have a whole bunch of challenges under her belt. It just seems like she's destined to lose this game. Based on the preview for next episode is she's got to survive this purge. And the only way she can do that is by actually performing. She sat out a number of challenges, hasn't really done anything in a number of challenges. If there's ever a time to step up, it is next week. Go in there, dominate, be safe. And hopefully, two people that you're against get sent home. And that's just that. <laughs> that's a lot of and, hope. And 
it's a lot of hope. It's not hope, but realistically, that's the domino effect that needs to happen. Perform, outperform, hope and pray. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move into this top 10. At number five, we have Captain America, Leroy, finally making his way back. And at number four, we have Jordan, number three, Kara, number two, Killer Cam. And at number one, we have Tori. Don't forget about Rogan at number six. And Rogan at number six. That ba- <laughs> You know what? Glad you brought him up. Let's talk about that bastard. Oh, he burned D for no reason. What was he thinking? Why did he think that this was the right time? What was going through his head? I don't understand the idea of doing this. Like, if you're going to say you're going to vote her in and almost burn that bridge, just do it. Because almost burning a bridge and then not committing to it is still going to result in a damaged bridge either way. And even worse, the collateral damage is spread out. Now, CT's hands is dirty. Leroy's hands is dirty. Paulie's hands is dirty. And you guys didn't even fall through. All reality, you may have just given the other side uh, a, a number that you needed. And really, <clears throat> the big key to Cora's cult is not so much just the numbers. It's the fact that she has a large number of people on the other side who, if they snap their fingers, will throw a challenge. They snap their fingers, they put it in. Whoever, uh, did you see how quick Tori got voted in? Every, every, nom- every one of those, those nominations have been a c- complete clusterfuck, and they're just going, Tori, let's get out of here. Jesus. What do you make of Rogan right now? What do you think of him? People have been saying this about other challengers. He's playing a pretty scared game right now. He's sticking with numbers. He's hoping the numbers work. And he's just going forward with that. And he's not, he's not deering away from that. He needs to, in my opinion, stand strong. And the next time there's a chance to, you know, it, let's, let's say this next episode is the final male elimination. He's got to cut ties right there. UK's got to win. He's got to cut ties. And he's got to send two USA guys in there to help his chance in the final. Simple as that. Yeah, the chance of that happening is pretty, uh, pretty slim to none. Now, let's talk about number two spot, Cam. Is, in your opinion, does, is it starting to look like, it, it does look like Cam is getting a bit possessive over Leroy, and, that's, and I think that's the right reaction because they need Leroy for so much right now. Do you think she may be doing too much, or she's just playing a really, really good game and making sure her relationship stays strong, so her alliance stays strong? I mean, that's what I think it is. I think it's, realistically, it's, it's gameplay. Now, that's really bad to say because I would like to think that they actually have, like, a real relationship, a genuine connection, and Cam's not pulling him along. But in my opinion, this whole relationship is appearing just to keep Leroy on her side. Because you notice it kind of picked up, at least the edit showed us, it kind of picked up right at the time Leroy needed to make a switch. Well, from the current interview... We, we came to understand that it was Paulie who was, you know, really big on making sure those guys reconnected. I think this is a case where more than one thing could be true. I think that, you know, the relationship was naturally going the way it was going. But Cam, for gameplay-wise, Cam needs to make sure it's just a little bit tighter. So I think it could be both. You think it's going to pay off for her and Leroy? Is this yeah. really the best thing for them? I do agree. It could be the best of both worlds for Cam, essentially. Um, honestly, I hope the best for Leroy. Regardless of what this is, Cam's in a good spot, with or without Leroy. All right, let's talk about the number one, Tori. And what appears to be... Choo-choo. (laughs) Choo-choo train Tori. I like that. And what appears to be the first all-female hall brawl? No, no, no. See, here's here's the issue with this, and that I don't understand where this whole first female hall brawl is coming from. 
this is just right now off the top of my memory the third female hall brawl who were the other now, two so here's why people actually this is like the fourth so back in battle of the seasons you remember west uh-huh. versus big easy okay but it wasn't just west versus big easy i mean their two partners had to go into it go into a head-to-head and i'm pretty sure camilla was in that elimination and she went up against oh man uh lindsey or something like that from real world austin who else was the other one from it's from it's she's from real world austin she was on one show she came in went out just as fast as she showed up and has never been back <laughs> all because just it's all because they couldn't get johanna and then later on in that season remember we get cj versus zach another iconic moment but their partners were still going at it little jasmine went in there um and and lost and then we go forward right. to Battle of the X's 2. And it was Wes and, Ter- Wes and Teresa versus Leroy and Nani. Now, it was a two-on-two hall brawl, so it wasn't the first female-only, nobody else has went through the hall within the past five minutes hall brawl. But it's not the first time females have went through. It was the best time females have ever went through the hall brawl. Yes. Oh, man. I am, like I said earlier, I am shocked, and I am amazed, and I am thoroughly impressed by Tori's performance. She was fired up. I, th- I think the way that she was voted in really gave her a lot of motivation. And, you know, Jordan's right by her side, cheering her on, being the awesome boyfriend to her that, that he's been. And she went in there and just whooped some ass. I, like, there's really not a lot to say about it. She went in there, kicked ass, and just moving on to handle business. And I think she put a lot of fear into the females in the house. She was calm, cool, and collective, man. And when she saw Jenny get... Eh. Well, no, yeah, but I meant leading up to that. Like, when you watch Jenny get voted in, I feel like most females that have ever been on the challenge would just kind of like drop and sink and be like, Shh, you know, oh my God, who am I going up against? Right. But Tori was calm. Tori was calm, patient, was focused. Jordan was focused the entire time, even though he said a little bit of anxiety. But then Tori came out and hit Jenny hard. And not only hit Jenny hard, but then Jenny knew it was going to happen again and she hit her even harder. <laughs> and that's what's insane. I mean, when people think of like running through halls and hitting somebody, I mean, the iconic moment of CT just running through Johnny Bananas and Tyler over on Rivals 1, plays through. When they replay and show highlights, they're going to show Tori running through Jenny. And dragging her on the second round, literally dragging her. I mean, just dominant. Dominant. I was praying that when she was dragging her with her feet, and she saw that she was like a foot away from the bell, that she was going to like Ric Flair strut her way over there and slap that (laughs) bell. Oh, that would have been too perfect. We got the great moment at the end where she pretty much called everybody out just like Jordan did and said the same thing. You guys want to see me out of here? Come down here and do it yourself. Like, come at me. She's not afraid of anybody. Not afraid at all. Great showing, great showing. And that's going to do it for us here at The Hit List. Make sure you visit shop.lovewarchallenges.com for all of your Love War challenges, the Hit List, and general challenge gear. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You guys can expect this to appear on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. That's going to do it for us. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. This is The Hit List. Good night, guys. See ya.